This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, black people are not fire-breathing monsters. Just a fucking reminder, you fucking shitheads. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Alright, you ready to get into the show? Yes, let's do it. Cool, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds race talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Ew. I love, I love Al's. They're important. Yeah, it's they really the, It's the om. It's our own. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, black girl and Al. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My headphones fell off. All right, pull yourself together. I got too excited. Pull it together. If you'd excited. like to keep track of this conversation and, and get involved, you can use the hashtag T with QJ mm-hmm. on all social media. You can use that shit on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Facebook, wherever you're doing your social media Insta shit. We, that's right. We are there. We will retweet that shit. We join in. We comment. All of that. Um, and then you can comment with other people. And it is a good way for us to keep track of the conversation and yes. like go back and see what was discussed and shit. Yep. And also that hashtag is kind of like an affirmation for us because we see yes. what you guys are saying and yes. we're talking about with the show and it like feeds our energy and it does. feeds our black girl and owl. I love it. Um, yeah, so we love it. That's right. That's right. We're recording today at the Indie Creative Network. You can check them out at ICN.DJ mm-hmm. on the freaking interwebs. They post new content every hour. There are podcasts streaming there. There are new articles being posted. There's video content. There's all type of shit for us, by us. This is some black-owned shit, so yep. definitely support it. Give them your clicks. You can discover new podcasts there. You can. There's lots of podcasts. That's right. There. If you are a podcast and you want to record some shit, if you want to fucking start a fucking YouTube video series, yeah, you they, can yeah. do all that all shit. All of that hair. That's right. At the Indie Creative Network. Network for us by uh give them your money that's right check it out do you have any libations this week libations i didn't really have one but i think i just want to give libations for me just being here and continuing to do this podcast coming here every week still coming with content Mm -hmm. we do really dope things here so libations to us nobody does what we do yeah no one yes no one does does what we do do, and in a way that we do it Mm -hmm. um so I appreciate us and libations likewise, to us. Likewise, likewise. For anybody who is a new listener, libations are when we pour one out for the homies. We give praise and celebrations and all that good shit to the people, places, and things that we fucking love mm-hmm. and the things that are giving us black ass joy. So yeah, libations so to that shit. What are your libations? My libations this week um, go to Extraordinary Negroes. Mm-hmm. Um, those are our podcast friends over at ExtraordinaryNegroes.com. They have a whole ass website with content and articles and all type of shit also follow them on social they have a really yeah, their social good, is really entertaining yeah yeah their like social their media social. is popping they are like a brand unto themselves so that's pretty dope um but i had the pleasure of being on their podcast this past week to talk about black panther i will be on as many podcasts to talk about black panther as like anybody <laughs> wants me to be i fucking love it um, so i i got to say a few things that wasn't that hadn't been said here and so it was kind of good to have that exchange also we were talking to men so that also brings out oh. other 
other shit that needs to be addressed. I listened. Yeah. It was interesante. Right. It was. It was. It was. It (laughs) was. But it was good. It's a great listen. I really think people should listen to that. Yeah. So libations to Jay and Alex for having me on. Also, the other guest that was on with me is Jay Law. He's a writer and a cultural critic and all type of shit. So check out that podcast. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Um, And libations to that. And libations to Black Panther again for feeding us. Libations to Black Media, period. Like, yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend and um, we were talking about, we'll we'll touch more on it later Mm -hmm. in the episode. We were talking about the Monique thing. Right. And that interview that she had with that toxic show. And it just makes me... I just appreciate the fact that we created this lane because yeah. um, there's so much toxic things out there for black women who you can be a black ass face and still sit across from a black woman and gaslight her That's right. to make her look like she's the problem. Yep. Yep. It's just fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like ecstatic about what we do and why Absolutely. we do it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, our, and our other friends in media that do that shit. Yes. Yeah, the rest of black media. Yeah. So we're definitely thankful um, to be a part of that. What? I feel you. Libations to that mm-hmm. shit. We also have donation libations. Um, do you want to tell them how they can donate? Yes. To so donate to T with Queen and J. We go to our website, T with Queen and J dot com. Hit the donate tab. And then we have two options for you to donate. Our donations are used. What we use to help sustain, keep the light on. We pay for studio time with this. We pay for um, events that we go to with this money. Anything that has to do with the progression of this podcast is what we use the money for. That's right. So you go to our website, com. Hit the donate tab. And we have two options. Two! We're into options, That's you know? Right. So mm-hmm. we have two of them. The first option is PayPal. PayPal, you click that link and you can put... Um, basically name your price but however however much you want to donate that's a one-time shot deal you could come back whenever you feel like it and that's that option the other option we have is our patreon option and there is where we ask you for two dollars a month two dollars only two dollars a month that's 24 dollars a year you can go up on that donation or lower we are just asking for two dollars but we still give you the right of choice to to pick the amount you want but that is kind of a subscription service where that amount is taken out monthly Mm -hmm. so those are the two options that's right so libations we got mad um subscribers to our patreon this week so i want to give libations to candace jack Mm -hmm. dana or or Dinah, Wendy, and Gloria, who I went to college with, yo. So libations to all of you. Thank you so much for help sustaining the show. One of the dope things that you all are helping to pay for this year is our trip to South by Southwest. Um, so we will be at South by Southwest with Queer Walk Podcast. Those are our podcast homie friends. We will be there on March 10th through the 14th. We are doing a joint podcast with them. We'll be guests on their show March 12th at 9.30 a.m. at the podcast stage. For more information on that, we'll definitely include the link to that in the show notes. There's a place where you can see like our panel and shit like that. And then also, if you will be in Austin, Texas, but are not going to South by Southwest and you still want to hang out with us and catch up with ourselves and Queer Walk Podcast, we're doing a meetup on march 13th at leech's cantina that's Ooh. march 13th at 5 p.m we sounds know sounds like they have margaritas oh yeah that's that's what i'm well everywhere i go i order a margarita <laughs> but i will be drinking several margaritas mm-hmm. there 
I will eat. We're just going to go there and fucking hang out. Yo. It's going to be a good time. We'll be there on the patio. Hopefully the weather will be adorable. And it will be. It's going to be Storm great. is with us on the trip. You better oh. make sure this weather is good. I will be there in full effect. I might bring my contacts. I might do that. Make sure the storm contacts. Make sure the weather is popping. I'll put a word in. Thank um, you. Yeah, so we'll be there. We know that some of you work a little bit after 5 p.m. So we will still be there. We will hang out. We will wait for you. So come through. We'll be there from about 5 until whenever we are over it. We don't know how to leave places, we so really I don't, don't know why Honestly, you're acting like I when, anticipate when we were planning this and Jay was like, should we, t-? I'm should like, we, we don't, yeah. We, yeah. We, we are lingering ass bitches. We are lingering ass bitches. We'll be there until they close, most likely. Yeah. yeah. Like, so just come through. If you're in Austin, <laughs> Texas, come through, come hang out with us, come see us. We are looking forward to this motherfucking trip. Yes. We can't wait. And I'm excited about it being warm. Being- Oh yeah, we're in New York. You know, I kind of check the weather, the weather for Austin like every uh-huh. day just to see what's happening. What's going on now? Um, it is warmer. Okay, <laughs> all right. So like, you I can know. work with that. Is it a sandal like, situation? I feel like it's a sandal. Yeah, situation. Yeah, it's probably yeah sandal, but not like sandal and not booty naked. shorts. Oh, yeah. not sandal and booty shorts. Yeah. Okay, one or the other. Sandals and jeans. Booty shorts and Tim's. Booty shorts and boots. Ooh, got it. Yeah, there we exactly. go. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. I can work with this. I can work with this. Yes. Um, yeah, so we will be there and be ready for us, yo. So excited. Yes, me too, me too, me too. One of my boos might be out there. Ew, 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 ew. Okay. I had to do the ah, 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 ah. Right. My tongue was out, y'all, just for the visual. Yes, yes. Okay. Add that in the visual. Are you ready to get into the show? Do Let's we do all the things? Let's get into the show and Let's do, do all the things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jay, yo, what kind yes. of tea are you drinking? Should we oh talk about gosh. this tea? Let's talk time? about tea, yo. So we got a package. We got an unmarked package. Yeah. An unnamed and unmarked package. <laughs> all right. So after I got over the possibility that I was going to be killed. Yeah. I, I was like, is that anthrax? Yeah. Gotta, so gotta I opened it and there was tea. Wait, libations to you for risking yourself for this show. Thank you. Because you opened it. I was Thank not you. around. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yes. Could have been anything. That's right. We'll send them to your job next. It's, it's, it's your turn. It's your go. Okay. Um, yeah. So I opened it and it was a, the crazy selection of tea. Thank you so much. We got, what is it? We got Twinnings tea, which is good because y'all know that we don't fuck with that celestial seasonings. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. And That's we got little honey sticks. Honey sticks. I never saw honey sticks before. Really? No. I guess I haven't either. I just be. I know you have it. I saw, I saw it. Like, I was like, "This makes sense." I've seen it before. Like, no, you haven't. It felt like something I had imagined. But anyway, yeah. So this is adorable set with honey sticks and shit from By the Cup. And based on who asked us for our address, um, <laughs> I believe these were sent from uh, by Vegan on the Low on Twitter. So thank you so much for thinking thank about you. us and sending us tea. I am drinking Darjeeling tea, which is actually fucking delicious. I am drinking honey bush mandarin and orange Damn. and it is so fucking and good there's honey and we're in the studio <gasps> and we're back to drinking tea and talking shit yo word, word. this is what we do so thank you so much um for that vegan on the low we thank appreciate you. you why are you a vegan on the low though actually i appreciate you being a vegan on the low because you vegans on the high be annoying <laughs> be so annoying so you know what i fucks with that yeah some of them be wilding and wild. then some of them are just vegan on the lows some of them are just vegan business. and they don't and have to announce it every time they enter <laughs> This is true. This is true. But is you this know, vegan, bitch? We at a steakhouse. Aww. No, I've, I've never been to a steakhouse it's with not. the vegan. No, I'm just saying they just, they just announce 
Uh, people uh, say that though. It's also it's also a lot of vegans. Though. There are a lot of vegans who don't make it a thing, and like there's a stigma that says that they make it a thing. You know what I'm saying? And like they're trying to mind their business and eat their food, and they don't make it a how thing. How many of those do you know? Well, I thought I knew one, but actually, she spends so much time talking about how she doesn't make it a thing. It is actually a thing. I know that's what I'm. Yes. Yeah. So no, you're right. Yeah. Moving along. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> What are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming for myself that I'm a bad bitch, Mm -hmm. that I am enough, and that it is okay for me to sometimes date problematic men. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of like trying to figure that out. I'm just like, well, it's so toxic. Oh, my God. Why do I like them? What's wrong with me? And I just have to think that I live in this world. Just the same way I interact with white supremacy, like I still have to kind of interact with it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how I still, um, not that I have to like date these men, but Mm -hmm. like there's just so much shit that it's like maybe sometimes you just want to just jump on a penis and then send them on their way. Yes, yeah. sometimes you do just want to jump on a penis and, and then send it away. away. It's not you always. It's not that deep right. all the time. Right, like pun that. intended. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I yes. enjoyed that. Yes. But yeah, so I'm like, I was thinking about that a lot mm-hmm. this week. Um, yeah. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm processing what you're saying about men being problematic and how we navigate that shit yeah as yeah. i'm never going to 100 percent have it right right and i think i'm coming to terms with that mm-hmm. if they're going to say something i'm going to be like ah, you know mm-hmm. it's just about me as i say all the time teaching people how to treat me yeah and with me teaching them how to treat me i'm also teaching them how to treat other black women I'm, right you know? right so i think that's kind of where i am with that and not like guilting myself so much for the sins of the dick that yes yes right exactly yeah okay. yeah there we go all right i feel you i feel you and i agree with that i like to affirm that as well and also affirm that which is a part of what you said that we don't co-sign trash ass behavior yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so i think if you because i think there's a lot of us who are dating problematic men so i think if we navigate that while addressing their trash ass yeah. behavior i'm always then, gonna address yeah, it. yeah 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 then i think that's a that's a good way to uh deal with what is the trash ass man yeah which is so many of them i'm affirming for myself that i am not a lady as always and i affirm that i am enough because again the weekend has happened and um i never feel enough on the weekend so (laughs) i am enough i am enough i am enough this was a rough one it was? Yeah, this was a rough weekend. This well, last weekend, weekend was Black Panther, like, and then there's this weekend. Like, how right. do you, like... Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I feel like we... I have to see Black Panther, like, once a week or something. That's how I feel. I didn't see it again. I saw it again Friday. Mm-hmm. I saw it again time. Friday right. for the third time. So, I'm still kind of like, ooh, ooh yeah. like... Yeah, I'm gonna go and see it again today after we record. You're gonna feel better. I hope so. You're gonna feel better. I hope so. It was a rough. It was a rough weekend. Depression was like, "Hey, boo, what we doing today? (laughs) Moving his shoulders and shit." Like, like, girl, girl, just sit down, okay? (laughs) Just sit down. We watch this Netflix. Leave me alone. Just you sit there and just shut up. All right. It is pretty gray this weekend too. Also, yeah, that's who the weather. The weather was blah blah blah. So there's that. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Let's get into the motherfucking show. So coming off of Black Panther. Speaking of Black Panther, there have been two Google Docs floating around, which I fucking love. This like that we can share this mass Google Doc shit. I don't know. I do too. I like because. It feels underground, yo. Um, you know, for that I fucking love it. Shit, yeah. I fucking love it. Anyway, so there's a Wakanda curriculum, is what it's called, by Tracer03. 
on Twitter and that's been circulating everywhere. And basically it's a curriculum that's been created for students grades five through eight. Um, if you're, you know, your kids or whatever, or the kids around you or whatever. So I'm sure that it could be applied to younger children. Um, it can go up to high school if you adjust the material or whatever, but basically it gives background on a lot of the topics that are addressed in black Panther, Mm -hmm. colonialism, the slave trade, the diaspora, you know, all of that good shit yeah uh, and and dark horrible things um but all of that shit to uh, use black panther as a learning tool we know mm-hmm. that there are people doing that already and this is one of those things that helps to frame and structure that learning oh, like so that. yeah so it's broken down into a bunch of different um, sections i think the document itself is about 14 pages and you can take what you need to use and you know ignore the rest or whatever right. use it in the way that makes most sense for you and your family. There's also a Black Panther reader, which is a listing of all types of literature, again, surrounding the topics covered in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So there's, again, the diaspora. There's one, um, a link to understanding uh, Kosa, the language, like just a bunch of different interesting Cool. topics that are covered in that reader and and that one was prepared by roberto tito soto carion i want to say and he is or they are at bx tito on twitter so it's hashtag the black panther reader by at bx tito on twitter um so yeah so thank you both for working to create these dope documents and like keep the spirit of again this is like kwanzaa teaching one another and shit so like keeping that spirit alive and keeping the spirit of like the black panther film going you know mm-hmm. it's great i, I love, love how it it's, it's i like we said shit. episodes ago this is kwanzaa as hell it is it is hell. it is and i love it mm-hmm. i really really love it yep 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 kwanzaa 365 yes i like that mm-hmm. put that on the shirt okay <laughs> Let's write it down. <laughs> we are. We, we actually are going to put it on the show. <laughs> mm, so great. That was great. Thanks for that, Jay. So um, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. Yep. And f- it came up again. The rumblings have come up again about Monique and this conversation about her. Um, well, for anybody who is just like tapping into that whole thing. So the comedian Monique was a black woman. She came out a few weeks ago maybe maybe a month maybe or so a month ago, ago now. yeah yeah maybe a month or so ago talking about netflix trying to lowball her in terms of pay for a special that they had been negotiating mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of uh the, like the email thread of their conversations and a lot of information has been released about it they basically tried to offer her uh what was it five hundred thousand dollars yes a five hundred dollar deal that would include her five hundred thousand Sorry, five hundred thousand dollar deal. Five hundred. I would have been, been throwing chairs here. Five hundred. It's the equivalent of offering one of us five hundred bucks. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, which I would take. But offering her a five hundred thousand deal to do a Netflix special, but also she could not then tour. I think for two years, she tour. and she couldn't use any of the material within that special. Yes. Right. So we're talking about she's just supposed to live off of this five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars for like two fucking years. Yeah, and it makes me think. I remember the la- the episode when we talked about this. I was like, how come Amy? Is say anything right so I, she's probably not saying anything because of whatever those contracts do oh that's possible yeah but she's doing that for what 11 million dollars mm-hmm. versus 13 actually 13 million dollars yeah, yeah 11, 11 it's up, it. It up versus all of this kind of like gag around mm-hmm, it for mm-hmm. 500k for monique like right. so you don't want me to like use any of this shit yeah. this is my work i can't use any of the shit 
for 500k mm -hmm. versus the you know i might be like okay for two years i could not use this material because i have my 13 million but right. for 500k yeah for 500k but she's supposed to be thirsty for that amount yeah, because she's, she's been blackballed black by the industry and because yes. she's, a, she's, she's a, black a black woman, woman. yeah um, so we talked about that back on episode 138 yes kind of analyzed that whole situation the way that people have been treating it um, came up again recently as you were saying yeah so she had an interview with the Breakfast Club. Okay, I don't have to yeah. say his name. The okay. Breakfast. Um, I did not watch the interview, but I did see little clips of it. And I watched um, the interview. Are you okay? Uh, it took me a minute. I had to drink a lot of water mm -hmm. after watching it. You the would, only you would reason, leave that dry. You would. You should. Oh yeah. Hydrate. All all dry. I had to lotion myself. Breakfast I had to Club do all type of stuff. All the butters and hydration. Yes. Have to be. Yes. Used. Yes. The only reason I watched this because somebody that I trust was like, "Oh, Monique handles this." Who you gonna trust? Nah, I just had to say that. <laughs> okay. Monique <laughs> handles this exchange really well, and I was she sons. She's sons Lenard. Lenard. Yes. Right, right. Also no, I'm I'm gonna say it one time for anybody who is unfamiliar. When we refer to Lenard, we are referring to Charlemagne. Not um, the God. And some Charlemagne, not the God, right. Yes. Um, who is on The Breakfast Club, which again, if you don't know, is a morning radio show that comes on one oh five point one in New York City. And you can listen to that shit. It's syndicated. You can listen to it online. People you could watch the interview online and shit like that. We will not be including that in the show notes. Um, you do that for yourself. But you're welcome. You're welcome to just look up Monique and Breakfast Club and that shit will come up. Yeah. So um, he was interviewed by Leonard. She was interviewed by Leonard, DJ, DJ Envy, Envy and, and Angela, Angela Yee. Yee. Right. So people were coming to me also saying like, you should see this interview. Um, it was, she handled it so well, mm -hmm. but she's like, she sons him. She didn't even have to curse, like all right. of these things. And I know that they were congratulating her and mm -hmm. happy about this was happening. But all I was getting from this was that she said it the right way. Mm-hmm. And no, right. There's still tone policing in that. And then it made me go back further to when she first presented this. She wasn't cursing. She wasn't loud. She started her first line was, hey, my loves. Mm -hmm. That was her first line. Yeah. So since she started this conversation, she has always been using that tone. Mm -hmm. But so it didn't matter that she was using that tone from jump. Y'all still just saw an angry black woman who should just shut the fuck up Bitter, and take whatever she should right. get. Bitter. Like, none of those emotions mm -hmm. were happening in that video. And I'm sure that was purposely done because her, she knows how the world sees her and she knows how she's going to be treated because she's the loud black, right. angry, whatever mm -hmm. woman. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that this is a conscious decision for her to do that. And it just makes me upset that she made this conscious decision and the reaction from the beginning was still the same thing well she should have said it different how right. differently should she have said it mm -hmm. she actually said it in a way that would appease y'all motherfuckers and it still didn't appease y'all yeah. so then when she did the Charlemagne interview and she's talking in the same way mm -hmm. now more people understand I guess because she wasn't combating him in a way or combating them mm -hmm. in a way or tone that they were talking to her as my yeah, assumption. Yeah, I think that people expect, this. it's because of all the things that people put on black women and all the things that people put on dark-skinned black women and all the things that people put on dark-skinned black women who are also fat, mm -hmm. right? And so the assumption is that 
the black women are abrasive yep. black women are ignorant black women are loud black women are bitter black women are angry without cause that we are all angry period all the time or whatever and so the assumption is that period going in no matter how things are said yep. it's like being at work and this is the other thing i find funny and sad and interesting about this is that a lot of black women who have been critiquing monique are talk about her approach and how they don't like her because this that or whatever using words like abrasive and stuff like that to describe her yeah. as if they haven't also been at work and experienced this. and experienced We've this all right experienced Yes, we have all experienced someone taking the words that we say and twisting them into some shit that we did not fucking say Mm -hmm. or or looking at us and seeing a fucking monster, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody who's hovering over them, threatening them, or in in many of the ways that, and, and we don't talk about this with black women enough because so many horrible things happen and are visibly, I guess, discussed when it comes to black men like the ways that black men are seen as monsters as deviants as all of those things Mm -hmm. black women are seen the same way yeah we are you know what i'm saying so it doesn't matter if i'm at work talking to a white man and saying how i feel my i had a boss who was a white man who would not ask me to do things he would just say oh i'm thinking about this that or whatever and i would say okay okay cool let me know what you need to do and he would come back with well it's obvious that you don't want to do any of this anyway and and because in his eyes i was some sort of monster who if i don't get on my knees or if i don't cower and say oh i'm so happy to do all of these things and just guess what you need yeah. like some sort of fucking mammy servant then i'm coming off and i look like the monster yeah. that they saw when they when they shot I've my ha- i've had that too where where um white man also where they just i'm just not hugely excitable Mm-hmm. that's one and two like my temperament is pretty even right. and then like i'm sorry but i'm not gonna like fucking celebrate you mm-hmm. doing shit you're supposed to yes. do i'm just not gonna do yes. that so like yes you offered me this raise i'm just gonna say thank you right. like what the fuck else am i supposed right. to do am right. i supposed to like think like you yeah. know like our, stuff? Our very and they won't understand that because mm-hmm. they're like oh my like naima mm-hmm. it's so whatever and i'm just like in my mind like what else am i supposed right. to do but because i'm this black woman i'm supposed to be grateful for you doing this thing that you're supposed to fucking do i work yes. here so you're supposed to pay me exactly exactly why would i be our why very, would i give you cookies our very existence is supposed to be one of like the mule of the society of this world Uh, it's supposed to be one of servitude and when we don't serve right and a part of that serving is making white people feel comfortable with themselves making black black men feel comfortable with themselves and even one another because black women uh, apparently now we're looking at each other with the with the eyes of the oppressor and talking about how monique is abrasive and this that or whatever it's just weird to me that we don't see that she's dealing with the same shit at work that we deal with at work Mm-hmm. And it, I find it hard. And it, it make the part of it that makes me sad is that I know that there are black women at work that are treated like this and don't see it for exactly what it is. Exactly. Or, ref- or, or don't maybe want to see it for mm-hmm. what it is and what's happening to them or accept it as normal. You know I what I'm saying? I think that's what it is. I think and most like, accept yeah, it as normal. I'm just supposed to, I'm supposed to smile yeah. when I don't really feel like smiling, but I need to disarm everyone in the room. So I'm supposed to just smile. Yeah. I'm supposed to change my voice and nope. make it higher High when I answer the phone, and all of that even though shit. my black ass resonance is a little bit deeper yeah. than what people would expect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, it's just upsetting that we cannot look at Monique with the compassion that you would another fucking human. Yeah. You know Cause what I'm she's saying? not a human. Right. And that's, and that's right. what the media makes sure we feel yeah so you might know in your black ass self that you as an individual has to you may feel you have to do these things or maybe Mm -hmm. you feel you don't have to do those things but because monique is where she is 
for some reason the same rules don't apply right. i think it seems i don't know it's like something happens because the media will continue to dehumanize a person mm-hmm. and then you will in your subconscious think this right. is not a human right. that's that the right I am looking at. Of yeah it. Yes. like this is not a human that i'm looking at mm-hmm. so all of these things that i know about and i live and experience every day apply but they don't apply to her right because she's some other mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. what it seems mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the thing that made me sad was the surprise that people had with how she was talking to right like why right. are you surprised because like why did you assume exactly. she is not capable exactly. to have a conversation in that way mm-hmm. especially it was that's that is how she started the conversation. Yeah. I just don't understand the surprise yeah. that she, because we she's are not so capable to, of doing that. Black women are so irrational and so bitter that when you sit across from somebody who has called you donkey of the day, when you sit across somebody who is demanding that you justify why you deserve to make more than 500,000 for a comedy special, right? When you sit across from a black man who is doing all the toxic things that certain types of toxic black men do, the expectation is that we're going to turn into the monster, right? We're going to turn into the monster that they see us as. And that's just how we're going to do things because that's what they assume that we're doing. She didn't do anything there that black women don't do every day. Calmly engage with somebody who is gaslighting you. I do that all the time. All the time. toxic ass motherfuckers that I date like I right. said at the top of the show where mm-hmm. like they'll say something and I, I can say something calmly and it's like yo you bugging or like yeah. you taking it there and I'm yeah. like actually I don't care mm-hmm. I'm just you're just not gonna say whatever you want to me mm-hmm. or do whatever like I'm not we're always crazy yeah. we're always irrational that's why I don't give a fuck about in quotations looking crazy mm-hmm. or looking irrational because you're going to make it something else anyway because I'm a black woman speaking. Yeah. That's just always what it is. Like I used to think about those things a lot mm-hmm. um, when it came to personal relationships or my interactions with the world and I still kind of struggle with it because I've always been like that black girl who has been a bully or that black girl who has an attitude. Uh, before I even speak, I don't mm-hmm. even have to say any these things. So as I'm learning about myself, especially being on a platform where lots of people hear me speak yeah. and lots of, you know, whatever, I had this conversation yesterday with my friend about likability mm-hmm. and how that's never been a priority for me in my life. I don't give a fuck about if you like me or not. I yeah. never have. I never will. But because I'm in this space where, as far as entertainment is mm-hmm. concerned, every woman has to be liked first in order yeah. for you to consume whatever she does. Right. That's like the struggle that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can be, I will be Monique. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's like a, this bigger, I see myself in this because mm-hmm. it's, it's I don't, I don't i shouldn't have to be thinking about these things yeah. i shouldn't have to be thinking about how what i like we go out often and i'm like uh i know if i say this it's going to be that or yeah. i know if i do this it's going to be that mm-hmm. and i hate that i have to fucking do that mm-hmm. i have to like negotiate with myself about how people will perceive me and it's like fuck all of y'all yeah. fuck y'all yeah. So. yeah any type of and we yeah we deal with that not, not only when we go out but just in our just in the business interacting over email fucking on social media when people hit us up about stuff or whatever all the time if we respond with any kind of like confidence yeah. it's perceived as wow what these fucking gassed up fucking podcast bitches you know yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. we, we are the podcast bitches and um we are it's yeah and it's it's not because that's who we are is because we refuse i don't I, we're not gonna bend and get on our knees and be like hey we're so happy to, to be here and yeah sure whatever you need and you just said something that was mad ignorant and made no sense and was disrespectful but, but he 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 you said we could be on your show Yay. like no that's not that's I'm not, not that. no we're whole ass people yeah you know what i'm saying and black women are targeted for being whole ass people and when we do not 
behave in a way to like dance around being seen that way yeah. then it's like whoa oh shit why aren't you bending why yes. aren't you you're supposed to appear to be nicer you're supposed to you know pretend to like this thing that you don't like in the sake of not appearing to be a fucking cunt yeah you know what i'm saying exactly i don't walk into a room thinking that oh everyone just assumes that i'm a fucking cunt so let me just pretend that i'm you know yeah that everything here mm-hmm. is great yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm Anyway. me i'm i operate in that way i just, just always assume people don't like me right and it makes it easier for me to not even care yeah because i'm just i'm just used to mm-hmm. that like honestly mm-hmm. and like when i was having this conversation with my friend and i'm like this is the struggle that i'm having because i don't i honestly don't care about that likability factor mm-hmm. but now i'm as i am studying media and all of this stuff mm-hmm. or entertainment or whatever what woman has entered entertainment not being likable and was able to like do shit. Right. When does that happen? You might like them at first and then eventually they'll do some shit that mm-hmm. are, that is unlikable, but mm-hmm. you have to like, you have to make Whitney Houston be a princess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you know, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Oh, it's gross. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. Um, in addition to, so basically, uh monique is on this show and again for anybody who was ignorant to what happened she initially was calling for a boycott of netflix yes um and so what we've mentioned on the show before is that had she not whether or not you choose to boycott or not i'm not boycotting netflix that's a part of like my black joy and i'm shit. not either i was watching right. some this morning exactly whether or not you choose to boycott or not had she not called for that boycott no one would be well, discussing no, this no one no one would be discussing this so people were like oh well she should have you know done this behind closed doors Why? or asked her friends to speak on her behalf or that we would not we need to be having this nationwide conversation yes, about pay but, equity yeah and we wouldn't be having this conversation if she had not made what people are calling this you know ridiculous claim is for it, us to boycott it's a call Netflix. to action exactly. it's a call to action that's all it is exactly. and because you don't just say you don't like her that's what i need y'all right. to do right. just say you don't like her all this other shit y'all bending backwards all this mm-hmm. matrix shit mm-hmm. y'all are doing yeah. to address yeah. this no yeah. just say i don't like her right. so she shouldn't have shit because that's what that's what you yeah that's what you yeah. that's what it is so what the other piece of this right when you say this it's interesting that you say that like i don't like her thing there have been lots of folks who when this came up we're talking about how much they don't like her how nasty she is to people blah 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 blah. and again one of the things that i think is interesting when it comes to black women it's not because i got accused on a few threads where people were using this type of language to describe black women were using this language to describe other black women you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um i got accused of um of, of like tone policing or like yeah or like saying that uh oh just because i don't like monique doesn't mean that i'm anti-black or doesn't mean that i'm colorist or doesn't mean that i'm you know misogynoir and my issue is there's nothing wrong with saying that you don't like monique there's nothing wrong with that yeah what bothers me about these conversations about how how much we don't like monique is what i want to know is is what are the words that we're saying to describe her yeah why are we saying them now yes when it's 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 what when and why are we saying it because sorry not to interject uh but what does that have to do with her securing a bag what does that have to do with her securing a bag nothing i don't like a lot of bitches yes yes but that don't have anything why to do are with we them talking getting about money. this now that's what i want to know why are we talking about how much we don't like monique when monique is talking about pay equity yeah w- why not be quiet it's people who i don't fuck with and when they start saying something that makes sense but i don't fucking like them i just don't say nothing mm-hmm. i just let i be like oh okay i see that over there that makes sense i don't like a lot of people i just things. don't say nothing and people who know me know i don't like anything yeah but i'm not gonna not have somebody that's not it. 
that's not the time for me to come out and say, oh, well, I don't like so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they start, when they, when somebody comes out and is talking about, if somebody in the Me Too movement that I don't fuck with, I just be quiet. Yeah, because that... If that's not the time for me to be like, all, oh, I know this person was sexually assaulted, but I don't like that bitch. Like, what? Yeah, huh? What? That, yeah. Why are you talking? Mm-hmm. So that, that's the thing is that when we come out as black women and start talking about how much we don't like somebody who is fighting for something that benefits all of all us. All of us. Pay equity benefits all of us. Because we're all, all underpaid. Right. So if I decide to come out at this time and be like, oh, this black woman is mad abrasive. This black woman is mad loud. This black woman is this, that, or whatever. To what, to what end are we talking about how much we don't like them at this moment, in yeah. this moment of time? It's mad other times for that. And so I think that, I do think that choosing to talk about how this black woman who we know is facing pay inequity because she is a black woman, yes. because she is seen as abrasive, because she has been blackballed for whatever reasons, yep. you know what I'm saying? We know that she's, we know that the language that we're using is the reason why she's not being paid fairly. Why is now the time to hop in and use that language? Yeah, this I is agree. not the time. It's so not. it's not about oh, every time I say something about how I don't like Monique, Janicia is accusing me of being fucking racist or colorist or whatever the fuck. It's why are you talking? Yeah, now, bitch. Why are you talking now? But, but all of this context, mm-hmm. why are you talking? Yes. Now? But yes. all of this information that you have about why this is going on, right. why is I don't like her the the reason for when you have all of this information? It's weird. It's it's not weird. Yeah, it's white supremacy. Yeah, and then the need, weird. the need, because that's the other thing. It's like, okay, also, I don't like her, and I need to separate myself from her. Yes. Why? Yes. Why now, when somebody's having a conversation about pay equity, which benefits all of us who are statistically making less than our white yeah. counterparts mm-hmm. everywhere? Why is now not the time for exactly. this conversation? Exactly, and then why, it's, why? It's, it's, this is the time for you to also check yourself, especially when it comes to the kind of black women who's right. speaking. Because Viola Davis said something similar mm-hmm. about her pay equity, and there's no arguments about that. Right. Um, Tracy Ellis, Tracy Ellis Ross, the same things, yeah. same exact time mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. There was this rumblings, this conversation wasn't coming out it out of it. So like, yeah. check yourself and realize that you're fucking, you're probably elitist or classist mm-hmm. or don't want to hear the stuff coming out of right, you know what i'm saying right. it's just it's other things that's yeah. falling out of this that yeah. you think only a certain type of black woman has a right yes. to assert herself and ask for these things mm-hmm. no all of us do right 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 somebody also said um that like clockwork a light-skinned quote-unquote pretty black woman is going to come out with the same issue and we're all going to be behind her yeah everybody's going to be like yeah it's not going to be any of this discourse it's going to be like yeah pay her what she owes. just like with the tracy ellis Ross. yeah thing. it's going to be like no pay her what she put what she deserves yeah. you know because she deserves it because she's light-skinned she's and like, quote-unquote pretty or whatever like that's going to happen and she's not a hood bitch exactly and she's, not, she's not like monique who's from exactly. baltimore and uses a certain diction mm-hmm. and blah 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 mm-hmm. it's like it's like there's a, a classist elitist element to yes. it too yes yes magic yeah so she's on she's on breakfast club and me lenard of course is um asking well why do you think you deserve this and do you think it's just you and then and then also angela Yee sits there in her light drinking a smoothie drinking no she had coconut water that day in her light skin glory Mm -hmm. and also sat there and act like well why why is this is this this sounds like it's just about you and not about black women and not about and she said yeah and monique basically said to her no when a when a dark-skinned black woman who is fat like myself walks into a room People assume that I'm just supposed to be thankful and happy to be there. And in that moment, Charlemagne is like, you're not fat. Is that, are you, you're not. Lenard. Yeah. Thank you, Lenard. Is an idiot. 
He's a fucking meathead and he hates he's, black women. He hates and them Monique also at the end of end of the. Did you see that? Part? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, clip. She's, that, that gave for, me life. It's for sport. Mm-hmm. Gaslighting black women is a sport for right, this man. Like right. he lives for it. He mm-hmm. enjoys it. He probably goes home and masturbates after oh, yeah. doing shit like that to Absolutely. black women. Like I can't. He was. I can see he was getting it. off on it. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Stop going to his show, black women, please. I really, please. I would like that. Please stop going to his I show. I would like that. I feel like the fall of Charlemagne would be black women like us. Because, mm-hmm. you, you, like, nah. Enough. You can't. Enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, so I was glad that she that she said that um, on his show, that you are the type of black man. You, you don't respect black women. You don't. You don't. You don't care yeah. about us. You don't love us. And... So at the end of it, right, so he's on Twitter later, and this is when I realized that I didn't have him muted. Somebody retweeted him. Oh, I have him, him. muted. I don't yeah, see Yeah, Premium Pete retweeted him into my news feed, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening right he now? He is muted. Yeah, for, so just for finally, those purposes. Right, he's finally muted. But basically the tweet was like, because um, people, I think, were teasing him about her calling him Lenard, and she, he's like, well, you know, she reminded me of one of my aunts. Like, people call me Lenard all the time or whatever. And when he said that, I was just thinking, and you treated her like how you would treat one of your aunts. Because mm-hmm. people always say, I was talking to somebody else, about him and then like well i just don't see how he could hate black women if he has a black wife and a black mother and a, a, listen yeah. every th- we all have a black ass mother and a, people been hating their black ass family for but, years yeah it doesn't matter if your mom is black or whatever so when he said that i'm like yeah and you treated her just how you would t- treat your auntie mm-hmm. dismissive of yeah. her experience yep. dismissive of her ideas dismissive of her thoughts you know what i'm yeah. saying so just because you give him a hug and a kiss doesn't mean you're not waving off your auntie waving off your mom and your grandma or whatever when they're talking about their lived experience it's all type of yes all these black dudes who are being toxic and trifling to black women they all have a black ass mom somewhere. the person who abuses the black woman the most is a black man like who we know period who, who we, we know love. that's who rape us the most that's mm-hmm. who abuses us physically the most that's, that's who, who gaslights us, us the most that's who all of those things because of the proximity that they have to us so i don't get lots of black men love black women and still abuse them yep it's not something that is separate mm-hmm. so there's that yes um when i get into some female Yes, let's get into some motherfucking T-mail. Okay. Fuck Lenard. Fuck Lenard. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> money! <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, What's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. and we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. 
That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. So, I got T-mail. 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 Back with the T-mail. That's right. If you'd like to send us a letter, T-mail, whatever, you can send us T-mail at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com and we will read that shit. We might not get to it right away, but we will motherfucking get to it. Okay. All right. So we got T-mail and um, the subject is follow up to episode 141 and Evian Whitney. How, how to love myself and sexuality with a chronic illness. 141 is the episode that, again, we had with Evian Whitney um, from Sexually Liberated Podcast. Please listen to that episode if you have not already. Hey, Queen and Jay, I'm 24 years old. First off, I want to say I love the both of you so much. I'm glad I have a podcast I can turn to with two black women who care about themselves and other black women enough to center us in the things you do. So thanks. After listening to 141, I felt compelled to reach out to you. I no longer wanted to feel alone in my experience, so I wanted to see if you could possibly give helpful advice or words of encouragement. Sorry this email is so long and you don't have to share this on the podcast if you want to, but I'd just love to hear from you. For over four years, I've been living with a chronic pelvic pain. I have several doctors, about 10 currently, who think it could be caused by endometriosis, fibromyalgia, or a mix of other things, but no one is quite sure what it is or how to stop it. I've undergone two surgeries, made two trips to the Mayo Clinic, and have tried a number of medicines and treatment plans. Every day is hell for me because my pain is beyond terrible and doesn't go away. Because of this, I can't slash don't have sex because it's also extremely painful, possibly vaginismus as well. Half of the time, I can barely walk or work because of painful and I often because of pain, and I often find myself hiding how much pain I'm in because of fear that others will see me differently. And even though I finally found my dream job and recently graduated with my MFA in creative writing, I still feel miserable and like I'm not enough. When I listened to Evian talk about sexuality, embracing and loving yourself, it made me feel happy that she truly knows herself, but it also made me feel shame, mainly because I feel like I'm incapable of doing so. As a black woman living with a chronic illness, who has a history of sexual abuse and who has never been able to have enjoyable, pain-free, shame-free sex, I have a hard time believing that this can be me, that being happy with my body and sexuality and myself, quote-unquote, is even a thing. I've been shunned by several partners because of who I am and am treated like a child or prude person when my peers discover I don't have sex or barely masturbate. I do admit that there's a part of myself that truly... That truly resents me and the way my body is not only because I can't experience sexual pleasure through intercourse, but because I am in devastating pain otherwise. There's no middle ground. It's always extreme and I can never just be. I always feel like I'm being attacked by my own body. And so then I think, how am I supposed to love and embrace this body when this body doesn't love and embrace me? Why can't I just exist as a normal person instead of crying and falling over and being in pain and not doing what others can do with their bodies? Do any of you women, Queen or Jay or Evian, know how I can approach this within myself? I feel so ashamed of myself 
or that I feel like I can't do it, but are there ways that have helped you with embracing your sexuality or womanhood or who you are? Also, are there any things you do to preserve your health? It's been super hard out here for me and I'm tired of feeling like I'm dying every day when I'm not. Sorry, this was long. I just don't know what to do anymore. And I feel extremely isolated and misunderstood. I know I'm not crazy, but it sometimes feels like it and I'm exhausted. Much love to you and all you do best. PSJ, I so agree with you about what you said about heavy periods in this episode. My period lasts up to three months at a time and it's beyond hell. Just a faucet that doesn't turn off. Truly hope Arizona gets its shit together for the sake of incarcerated women because I feel, truly feel for them. Oh, that's when we're talking about um, yeah. Arizona and that period shit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for, for sharing that. this sh- and thank you for trusting us mm-hmm. with this. Um, also, gonna I know that Evian listens, but I'm also going to forward it to her. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, going to forward this Just to so that she has this, um, you know, information and she can respond um, if she chooses to do so. But mm-hmm. I definitely want to make sure that we send it to her in case you weren't able to get in touch with her. Yeah. Um... Okay, do you want to start? It's a lot for me to unpack, Okay. to be honest, because I do not have a chronic illness. Okay. I do have endometriosis, Mm -hmm. but from other women that I know with endometriosis, my pain doesn't seem as much, or maybe I have made myself believe it's not a lot. Right. So sex isn't uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. as far. Yeah, I don't have pain during sex or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I've never had I've never had times where my body wasn't physically able to not have sex. OK. Um. So I can't relate in that way. But mm-hmm. I, that's just I'm just thinking about myself and how sexual I am mm-hmm. and how much I like to relate to my partners with my body in that way. Okay. And how difficult that would be for me if I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, wow. Right. It's kind of like what I'm going through. And then I'm also, I also went further to think about how, how much I think about loving your body and how I think about that in a visual sense. Okay. That's something completely different for someone who has issues with loving their body because their body isn't forming in ways that allows them to just do what they want to do. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like thinking about, wow, that's a different layer of loving your body that I've never thought about before. Right. Ever. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's, I don't know what it's like to feel like your body is doing this one thing when you want to do another thing. Right. So it's just a lot. I'm kind of just like whoa Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. okay i have had i was also told by my doctor that i had endometriosis and Mm -hmm. used to have really like incredibly painful periods where i thought i was like you know gonna die and be making making deals with the devil and shit yeah i also had fibroids that caused me pain and that made it difficult for at first it made it difficult for me to have sex and then it made it to where i could not have sex Mm -hmm. um so like my whole vaginal cavity was closed because of fibroids or it was closed to a penis it wasn't like sealed shut but i couldn't have i couldn't have sex um and so when it started to become difficult i had partners who we would have to like get into a certain position. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of my better, more understanding partners were like, we could, we'd make it happen and we'd make it work. And sex was whatever it was like yeah. for us. And then I dated this guy who I was like, okay, you can't just like put it in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I need, there, there, I, there needs to be a little bit more yeah. like time and attention or whatever. 
And he was very, I guess, resentful of that and and very rude and nasty about yeah. it. Um, and I think that for me, what was important in a, a part of this understanding that men are trash is knowing that this is not... Um, that's not my problem. Yeah, and while not, it, yeah, yeah, and while it, it feels bad, it's not something that I have done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not up to me to make sure that he can have sex however he wants to have sex. Yeah. That's not that's not my responsibility. It isn't. Everyone's body is important. Everybody's body does its own thing. Everyone's body is different, and so intimacy doesn't have to look like how sex looks like for everyone. Yeah, intimacy is also not just sex, and so. I I get that feeling of wanting your body to be able to do things that your body can't do. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's definitely a thing that is difficult to grapple with. But I also think that we should, when you're thinking about how you want your body to be able to do certain things, don't add on the pressure of how men or how other partners are perceiving your body yeah you know what i'm saying like your body is going to do what it does at its own pace at your pace you're 24 you're very young and so your your sexual life whether it include penetration whether it include hugs Hugs, whether it includes just oral anything yeah right or just kissing maybe maybe Mm -hmm. maybe you don't have your genitals touched ever you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like your sexual life is you know hopefully you live for a long time it's gonna be a long one yeah and and it may change i think that what you should start with is accepting what your body can do and cannot do like i think it's okay like it seems as if she is battling with maybe what the world says she should be able to do sexually versus what her body can actually do and take and obtain Uh so maybe accept what you like i think yeah. if you're okay if if you get to a point where i'm not saying you don't accept what your body can do but i think it's important for you to be like this is what i could do and that's fine right. or like you know like yeah i, I think, think that that's okay but i also think it sounds like she wants to be able to do other stuff mm-hmm. with it you know what i'm saying and, and there's nothing wrong with that uh, anger either mm-hmm. wanting wanting your body to be able to do things that it can't do i think that that's like human and normal mm-hmm. and okay so I, I do agree with what you're saying like don't put this added pressure yeah. on yourself it sounds and that's, like a lot of pressure right to please the other well also maybe. to please herself she wants to fuck mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's that's okay the, pre- the the pressure shouldn't be external you know what i mean and also kind of what we talk about every week is that we're enough so like if even though yes you want to fuck but you're also like enough not fucking you know what i'm you're saying enough not fucking and fucking is lots of different things that right. i think i think that Maybe you should explore that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that, based on a letter, I'm assuming that you're talking about vaginal sex. There's different kinds of sex. Like, it's not always a penis in the vagina, so it could be oral. Like, I don't know, maybe. Well, it aim. sounds like she's on un- the whole thing. It sounded like the whole experience makes her uncomfortable. Like, she doesn't masturbate either, and it mm-hmm. sounds like it's a physical discomfort okay. more than anything. But I don't other like. Thing. You could not masturbate but still have sex. There's a time, like, I don't masturbate a lot. I just started masturbating, like, three years right. ago. Right. I only mentioned the, the oral thing because it sounds like perhaps, um, I don't know if orgasming is painful for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like that whole area right now is painful. But That's not what I got from the letter. I got from the letter that people kind of ridicule her because when it comes to how she, ex- like, masturbating isn't something she does. So it's like, how do you don't masturbate? That type of thing. I didn't connect that to her pain okay whatever. i think i feel like she said it but maybe she didn't mm-hmm. but um what i was trying to say about your sexual life being long is that 
you, as you mentioned, you're talking to doctors, you're exploring different treatments, anything could, anything could happen. And so I think that where you are in your sexual life right now is not necessarily where you're going to be in a year from now, or where you're going to be in two years from now, whatever, like anything could happen. I had my fibroids removed and I was able to have sex again. Like it's okay to be at whatever stage in your healing you're in um, and you don't have to rush to be exactly where it is that you want to be like your sexual life and your sexuality is a journey and it's okay to be wherever you are yeah totally i think that i don't know it just seems like i don't know i just want her to not be in pain you know like how how does she navigate that or like maybe i'm just compartmentalizing it but I, i just feel like I don't know. For me, I have just want her to address the pain. And mm-hmm. she has every right to be thinking of all of these things. Mm-hmm. I just, because I'm so, um, like, I'm just, for me, this all of this is just like, wow, new, right. you know, whatever. But right. I'm just like, I kind of want you to navigate the pain and how to get through that. Like you said, you feel like you're dying. Like, that's a lot, yeah. you know? So that's the kind of the piece that I'm kind of, like, stuck on. Or maybe I just can't get past that. So you did ask us about embracing our sexuality and womanhood, which for me has been a journey for myself Mm -hmm. because I've always been sexual. But I've always been a woman who liked to connect with people through sexual experiences. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that because the world tells me that I'm not supposed to do that and women are not supposed to do that, something was wrong with me. I used to think something was seriously wrong with me because those are the things I like to do. Gratefully, I've come to terms with, no, that's me. Mm-hmm. And that's just as, is what it is. And I had to learn that there are different kinds of... Pe- women are on different spectrums of that in itself. So because me, I'm a person who you would say is sexually liberated. But a woman who also doesn't like sex the way I do or doesn't have sex as much as me or have sex in the ways I have, mm-hmm. she's also sexually liberated if she right. understands her relationship with sex. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something I had to learn as I got older. We kind of, when it comes to like sex positivity, we're always t- talking about the woman who has lots of sex right. and all those things. But and all part these of, different yeah, ways. And all these different ways right. and maybe with these different partners and but all of this stuff. But you're sex positive also if you don't have sex mm-hmm. and you understand your relationship with sex. Yeah. You know, so I think that's for me, that's been my journey with sex and sexuality mm-hmm. and those things understanding that it's different like i've always been a woman who likes having lots of sex but there was a period my 20s i wasn't a woman who masturbated it just wasn't right. something that i wanted to do and when i would say that it was like <gasps> but you mm-hmm. have so much sex and mm-hmm. it's just like i just just i don't masturbate you know like so everyone is different yeah. with that and i think that you're truly sexual liberated when you understand that there's a spectrum mm-hmm. you don't have to be fucking and sucking you know all the time to be a sexually liberated woman. So right. I think that if you realize, or maybe if you connect with that piece also, you can get to sexual liberation, even if you're someone who isn't having lots of sex. Cause I think, mm-hmm. or having sex in quote unquote traditional. Like, yeah. Ways. Traditional ways. There's lots, there's lots of different ways to have sex. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting, and I could be wrong. I'm getting that you're talking about vaginal sex. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just important to explore the, all of the differences mm-hmm. in sex and sexuality and the spectrum, all of that. 
stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think for me that helped me a lot with my sexual liberation and coming to terms with my sexuality and womanhood and all those things. Mm-hmm. Me coming to terms with my sexuality and womanhood, I think was knowing that again, what I said before, that that's a journey and that everybody is on that journey. I think that sometimes there's a feeling that everyone else is so comfortable with their sexuality or everyone else knows what's going on or the guy that I'm dating or having sex with, he knows more about sex than I do or whatever. Because for a long time, I didn't didn't really get pleasure from sex. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, this is what it is. He puts it in the hole. He seems to be enjoying himself. Other women talk about their sexual experience and seem to be enjoying themselves Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it took me a long time to learn, oh, I like clitoral stimulation that's my jam yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what makes sense so when other people are explaining sex like they're having such a grand fucking time yeah. from somebody you know going in and fucking pounding to fucking god knows where or whatever like it took me a minute to understand the ways in which I am aroused in particular Yeah, and uh, you know I do have vaginal vaginal stimulation now but it took it took a long time to be like oh what what the fuck is going on yeah because you're having sex with these other people who are also ignorant to what the fuck is going on everybody's just trying to do what they think they're supposed to do Mm -hmm. and nobody really knows what the fuck is going on you know what i'm saying so it took me a minute to just get comfortable with that like no one knows what the fuck they're doing i'm important so if i'm telling a guy this is what i like or yeah i i was in college i was telling a guy no this is what I enjoy and he was like that this this what I'm doing right now this this makes sense this this like feels good to you and so even that tone of like challenging the way that I I receive pleasure or whatever yeah. like that that's toxic it is that's toxic it is. and it's it's not conducive to like feeling safe and like learning bodies and shit like that so mm-hmm. again that's another reason why it's important if if you do date men it's important I think to remember that men are trash because they say these toxic things that we think are like normal and okay or whatever and yeah. they're fucking not you know what I'm saying yep. and it's not you that's the problem and then it's if you're a person who has sex with men mm-hmm. men have these things too I've fucked with men who like can only ejaculate at, in a certain position yes. and all of this stuff too yes. and I adhere to that so no you you set mm-hmm. your requirements this is what I can do and if they can't deal with that then like mm-hmm. fuck them right right like it makes no sense men have just as much stuff they have a lot of shit with them they have a lot of they shit have a lot of shit with them yeah so um so yeah i think just being a part and and again it's a journey right so you listen to a podcast where we were there were three women who are on different um at different stages in their journey with sexual liberation but also we all three seem i think to be sexually liberated mm-hmm. um that was a journey for us yeah. like you're listening to us now at this particular stage in the game we're like you know the three of us are older than you we're again i'm sure there are women my age who are at a different stage or whatever like we're here now talking about it but you didn't hear us when we were 24 you didn't hear us at those different stages where we were all fucked up in the game you know so i don't i don't think that you should look at it as something that's impossible for you to achieve or feel shame at hearing um our expressions of liberation because it's something that you can achieve you can achieve that for yourself you just have to be actively working at it we like yeah and it's, it's, it's not something that we rejected it wasn't like i don't get it so i'm not gonna like try mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about actual physical sex i'm just saying this journey and figuring out what our relationships with sex was right. or what that looks like and how that plays out in relationships or and but not in relationships mm-hmm. you know it all took time like it's a journey 10 years ago i would not saying the same things i'm saying right now mm-hmm. like 
I just wouldn't be. Right. Same, know? same, same, same. And I'm, I'm thankful that none of you knew me 10 years ago. You know, I mean, I don't mind. My journey, my journey was fun. Like you said, like, you know, I was right. the hoe. So my journey right. was fun. Everybody has um, their own, their own journey. Yeah. I, I wasn't the hoe. So it wasn't fun. I was, you know? I was fun, but not in that area. <laughs> not in that area. Maybe in the bedroom. I was all right. But that's just because I did what I was told, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, she also asked if there are ways, if there are things that we do to preserve our health. So for me, I try, it sounds like. I try and eat what feels good. You know what I'm saying? Like some, like I try not to beat myself up over eating things that taste good, but may not be like as healthy or whatever, because there are times when I need to eat, like whatever you're eating, you can celebrate that shit and it can be like good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's good in this moment for you to eat fucking, I don't know. What did I have? I had some Maduros with fucking like, some sweet sauce or some shit that I felt a little bad about because I'm like I'm eating these plantains they're starchy I don't need these right now but I actually I did fucking need to eat that I needed to eat it it felt mm-hmm. good and uh, I don't mm-hmm. know I don't do those things with food I eat what I want to eat yeah I just eat mm-hmm. I, I do make sure that I drink lots of water there are certain things because I do I f- because I don't have that relationship with food where I don't scrutinize myself about what I eat mm-hmm. I do make sure I do the other things too right. so if I want to eat two slices of pizza I'm going to eat it and I'm not going to feel any kind of way about it but that's because I was eating lots of vegetables like mm-hmm. I just find I guess when it comes to food intake I guess find you know the mod- what moderation works for you mm-hmm. i'm just not into denying myself of things because this world denies me of so many things right. and i'm i'm not i just don't do those things so unless it's something that is food that feeds whatever is your chronic illness like mm-hmm. the, like i would definitely stay away from right. any foods that do that but like enjoy your life i yeah. think when it comes to that but yeah i drink a lot of water i try to stay active like now i do walks every day mm-hmm. so that i'm like moving because mm-hmm. i realize i don't move around as much i don't move around at all i work out a little bit not a lot but that's why i put the the walk my daily walks mm-hmm. into my work schedule that now the whole office kind of like does with me which is oh, pretty cool cute. y'all make me sick <laughs> which is pretty cool um i try to make my not try but i always try to laughter is really important and healthy mm-hmm. for me so i try to find those things um that's a part of my health yeah. making sure i laugh and enjoy the people i'm around mm-hmm. and all those things so those kind of that's like the most conscious thing i do as yeah. far as like my health upkeep mm-hmm. i just try to really feed my happiness as much as i can yeah i agree i think you should indulge in the shit that you enjoy you said you feel like you're dying every day i think that you you know i'm glad that you have a job that you enjoy yes um and are excited about i think you can indulge in in the things that you enjoy about your job i think that you should think of all the other things that you enjoy doing and i think you should indulge in those things if you enjoy spending time or if there are people that you feel safe with Mm -hmm. i think you should spend time with those people but treat yourself like you would treat somebody else who's going through what you're going yeah. through you're going through something right now mm-hmm. and treat yourself like it treat yourself with the love and care of a good friend yeah. i feel like some of us don't treat ourselves like that we're yeah. so hard on ourselves it's mm-hmm. like how do i power through this how do i get through this how do, we're just trying to get through instead of treating ourselves with love and care but i would do that as you're on this journey like you're still 
you're still learning and trying to figure out what it is that your body is up to. And I think that while you do that, it's okay to like focus on yourself and indulge in yourself. I also think that if you're able to, as far as insurance or whatever, I think you should go to therapy to Mm -hmm. like figure these things out and work through a lot of these things, especially since you you said you've never had shameless sex Mm -hmm. and you've experienced sexual abuse. I think that is there's a lot more to yeah. unpack and figure out when it comes to what your relationship with sex was and mm-hmm. it is okay to like well you are seeking the help here. Right. I just don't have the tools. So yeah. I think you should seek people who have who have better tools than what Jay and, and I mm-hmm. may have. Because um, it's important. It's important for your mental health also. Because right. all of these feelings cannot be good for your mental health either. So I think that can help you also Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so you're definitely not crazy you can send us a letter anytime we will read that shit and we'll answer that shit yo so you always have us so thank you again for reaching out to us and like we said we're definitely going to forward this to Mm -hmm. evian if she hasn't received it already should we move on to the next segment sure yes let's do that so the next segment is something we haven't done in a while hey Moment in black hair. Yes. Yes. I like when we do things like that together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So this segment, Moment in Black Hair, for our new listeners, especially since we haven't done right. this segment in a, a while. Minute, this is where Jay and I just noticed that early on in this podcast that we would always have some hair shit to get off our chest or express Mm -hmm. or whatever some shit would happen to us because of our hair somebody would be treating us reckless because of our hair coding us differently reading us a certain way because of our hair we'd have a a hair challenge or hair joy also when we started this podcast Jay started to have hair right I started this if any of you guys remember our old logo or if anyone has my personal email address my little Avi is a bald head girl because I was a bald head girl for like 10 years yeah for good good minute so, so a lot of it was also you experiencing my hair these hair things right right that, right like um, oh i'm being treated like a different type of black girl now yeah like exactly. oh oh you're not gonna accept this return because i have braids and you think i stole it yes. oh okay all of that this was different that, yeah. just a week ago but yes. all right yeah yeah so that's how the segment started mm-hmm. and sometimes we like talk about good things yes you know, whatever black hair joy we gotta we gotta do our black joy mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. so since it's black history month um, I figured I'd talk about some black woman hair history. I like it. So I actually just recently learned this myself because the Twitters just be given and given. Mm-hmm. So it made me Google and look into further what this is. So there was a time in Louisiana when it was illegal for black women to show their natural hair, which for me leads into the, you know, how people always just try to silence us and say it's just hair right. it's not just hair if there was laws yep. literally laws yep. saying that I, I cannot show my hair so in in Louisiana laws passed in 1786 under governor Esteban Rodriguez Miro um, enforced that you had to appear in appropriate colonial dress and black women's hair did not fit that code so because our hair did not fit that code our hair had to be completely covered mm-hmm. um which is something i've never knew like i always saw those pictures of the black woman in those colonial kind of pictures mm-hmm. from louisiana with their nice head wraps and right. i just was thinking because we just bad bitches mm-hmm. and this is what we do um but it was actually a law making them do that but because we're also bad bitches we made it fashion Hello. <laughs> oppression but, but make fashion, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> oh um 
yeah so i i yeah coming across that story it just made me think about the arguments about our hair and how there are war laws still are laws that limit what black women should be able to do to their hair it also made me go further and think about my relation to dress codes i've always hated dress codes and i think that since now I have the verbiage for it now as mm-hmm. an adult woman, it's because these dress codes are always adhere to white supremacists. It's anti-black. Yeah. Always. They're always, always anti-black. All the time. And I i didn't understand why I was so anti-dress mm-hmm. code. But a lot of it is about European standards and nothing else. No other culture. Everything else is just not, you don't look like this you can't work here. You don't look like this. You can't go to school here. You don't look like this. Then you're not the type of patron I want in my business. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It just all like meant something to me to make sure I said this here, that there were actual laws saying that my hair was not appropriate. Even Mm -hmm. though we know that is the tone, we get that from the media, whatever, but it was actually written down in a law book that my hair was not appropriate. So put that shit away. You dirty nigger bitch. Yep crazy mm-hmm. so i just wanted to make sure i say that and also kind of like pull libations to those women who still found a way to celebrate their womanhood mm-hmm. and all of this stuff with the head wraps because they look amazing yeah um yeah so that's my moment and black hair thank you for that yo i learned something new yeah i know i was like wow they was trying to oppress us but we made it fashion, make it fashion. Yes. i like that i love us yeah so on to greater things let's pay Black women. Pay me. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> so pay black women. Do you want to tell them what the segment is? Yeah. So this? pay black women is when we take a moment to acknowledge um black women in fucking business or black women not in business. We just pay a fucking black woman who's doing some shit, who's selling some shit, who's starting a company, who's raising money for something, yes. who needs money for mm-hmm. something, who's got some initiative. So it could be a black woman who needs donations for yep. some shit um so yeah so whatever it is it's about um redirecting funds to black women we know that when we give money to black women they spend they are more likely to spend that money within their communities yes um so that's what we have the segment for you can send us pay black women information to our t-mail t with queen and j at gmail.com that's where we most prefer it um but as always you can dm us and just send yeah. us any kind of information it includes indigenous women women so if you know of an indigenous woman run business or initiative that needs needs our money you can shoot us an email and let us know yes yeah thank you for that that was nice you're welcome nice little packaging mm-hmm. um so we got a letter from a listener for pay black women and i'm just going to read the whole letter hey queen and jay i'm a fan of your podcast and listen weekly i love the fact that you're able to uplift black people through communities entertainment and businesses for your pay black women segment i wanted you to know if you guys oh, okay let me say it again mm-hmm. for your pay black women segment I wanted to know if you guys would check out Ariwa, New York City. They are a business based in New York that sells Ankara and Kente print bags, scarf, credit card cases. Ariwa, New York City was founded in 2017 by two Nigerian women whose names are Margaret and Doyen. Their objective is to display the use of Ankara and Kente prints through everyday fashion. They have a website, which is arawanyc.com, and an Instagram as well, which is at r. I'm not saying it's different every time I say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, 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 why
I hope y'all are interested and it captures your attention. Peace and blessings, Josephina. And I actually went to the site and the stuff on there is it's really fresh to death. Good. Yes. That's cool. Cute. Can you spell the that website? Yes. A R E W A N Y C dot com. I like it. I want to yeah. buy this stuff. So go there, buy things, do that. Give black women your money. Give them your guacamoles. All of that shit. Are you ready for news that's not news? Sometimes. All right. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So, here's so I'm news. just going to explain what that's our news that's not news segment is. Our news that's not news segment is um, our way of sharing stories that the mainstream media isn't sharing, or also share stories that aren't shared, but the perspective of one that is a womanist race nerd. So that that's is right. our news that's not news segment. Boom. So this week's news that's not news is about Corinne Gaines. If you remember back in August 2016, Corinne Gaines was a 23-year-old black woman who was shot and killed in her home. After a six-hour standoff with police, she was in there with her five-year-old son who survived, but he was also hit in the face and elbow during the shooting. Uh, so basically she was doing... Uh, she faced some of this was on Facebook Live because she Facebook Lived the fact that she was being held, you know, in her home or that they were outside of her home. Cops mm-hmm. were outside of her home with their guns drawn. Basically, they were there because they had a warrant for her arrest because of some traffic violations. Yeah. Uh, so they were at her house. And I, I guess she refused to come outside. Yeah. Um, her boyfriend had left with their daughter already yeah the boyfriend had left with the daughter already and the son the the five-year-old wanted to stay with his mom so that's how he ended up also and the five-year-old also wasn't hit the other man's son right which is an important thing yes because you're not my dad my nigga yes so so. i'm gonna just stay here with mom yeah we're not gonna like he probably you know if if he's anything like myself (laughs) he probably doesn't spend much time one-on-one with With the stepfather like Like if my mom is not here we don't need to be together that's Mm -hmm. my model yeah so he probably went by that principle i just thought it was important to that is that is the step kid principle (laughs) (laughs) yo my mom is not here i don't have time for this why are you texting me Mm -hmm. no shade but shade all the shade yeah actually (laughs) so yeah so unfortunately as police do, they shoot to kill. They shoot for no reason. And I don't understand. She she did have a gun with her in the house. Um, when they shot her, she was making her son a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I don't know why. Um, I mean, aside from police brutality and that their goal is to kill every black person who is not in jail or doing some other shit towards white supremacy. I, I still don't understand why she was killed. This adds to the conversation we had about Monique. Mm-hmm. She was making peanut butter and jelly sandwich, yeah. and you still didn't see a person. Right? No, that he aimed the gun to where he thought her head was on the wall. They thought she was like, I guess, sitting down on the wall or uh-huh. some shit, and so that's where he aimed the gun, um, and also hit the five-year-old who survived. Thank God. So anyway, we bring this up in news that's not news right now because the family was just awarded a little over $37 million for wrongful death and civil rights action brought by Corinne Games and her family. Um, Games was shot in the back by Officer Royce Ruby 
as he aimed at an area through the wall where he believed the back of her head would be. From behind a brick wall in an adjacent apartment, Gaines was in the kitchen fixing her son a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. At the time, Ruby fired his first shot. So this was a civil suit. The cop was not charged with anything legally because you can just kill black people and it's no big deal. Um, so this was in a civil suit. So the family gains gets thirty seven million. The problem with this is that oftentimes, I believe this is Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes the city will then um, dispute. It'd be like appeal. Yeah, appeal and appeals, it, and yeah. the family could end up getting much less money for mm-hmm. this. So we really, I guess, have to see what happens. Yeah. Also, the officer has kept his job throughout this whole time. He was also, he also got a promotion during this while this whole thing was still under investigation. He got a promotion. Um, I find it a little bit weird that somebody would, that he would still get a promotion as this thing is being investigated. So we don't know how this thing is going to shake out. You just killed a person. And so now we promote you. I don't know if that's some shit with their fucking, um, what is that that they're in? The union? Where he just has to get his promotion. I don't know what the fuck, but it just seems strange that you can just kill somebody who's in an apartment with their son who they're not holding hostage. They're just not coming out. I don't know how any of this warrants Well, as faulty as a Baltimore police Mm -hmm. department, institution, whatever it is, it's just like that could be one of their things. You Mm -hmm. shoot a nigger, you get a promotion. Who knows? You're right. That actually, all that shit adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So the news is not news is that the family got this settlement, which it does... It means nothing, but it does mean something in the way, in terms of acknowledgement that something wrong happened. Yeah. Um, because in so many cases, nothing happens. Yeah. So you know we, we did talk about the case before. Mm-hmm. So I just want, we wanted to make sure that we, I guess, came back with right. something that has happened mm-hmm. in present. Time. Yeah. What we want is for um, these kinds of cases. We want cops who fucking kill people to be punished for it yeah that's what we want mm-hmm. you can't just it, we, would li- we would like for it not to be okay to just kill black people if the system said that we value these lives then it would make the officers value these lives also yeah and that's all we're asking for. right 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 so that's what we want um but in the meantime we hope that the family gets every penny of this money yep um every so, red cent. every red fucking cent and so we hope that you know they get what they're supposed to get and um if you guys have any additional information or news about this you can always forward it to us yes please we do. like to be in the know yep 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 all right so now let's move on to the pit the motherfucking pit everybody strap in I'm about to open some fucking windows the new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So what is a pit? The pit is where we throw in the undesirables. Shit that's trying to steal our black ass joy. Things that are taken away from our good times. Haters of womenist race nerds. We do not appreciate hateration in a dancery. No, no. These not people in the dancery. who do that go in a pit. That's right. Yeah. So that's what that is. Mm-hmm. So I have a really short pit. Not in the dancery or the dance soiree. <laughs> I have a short pit. Well, we have we have another pit, but this just wanted to say this real quick. I want to okay. throw R. Kelly in a pit because the nerve of that motherfucker, the audacity to think that he can go to Wakanda. You can't go to Wakanda. That's no. the future. It's no pedophile. Do, do you see the that they love black women? They love black women in Wakanda. They, they don't to abuse black women. black women. That's right. They don't do that. There. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They're not in there. For, they are no pedophiles in Wakanda. 
They don't do that. They throw them over the cliff. There are no pedophiles in Wakanda. You're it's not like, welcome. You're not a pedophile. Who, R. Kelly? Yeah. Pedophile is like children prepubescent. Like no so because beauty. she had nubs for hmm. breasts? That little girl in that video? I think they call that a hemophile, like technically, when you like teenage girls. Okay. He's a fucking hemophile. He's disgusting. That's just what I say. He's disgusting. He uh-huh. abuses black women. He abuses black girls. And he is not allowed in Wakanda. Why right. would he even think he could why would why would he think he could come? Why would he think he was welcomed? Uh, because motherfucker has been welcoming him, welcoming him everywhere else, still bringing him right? a plate everywhere, standing around talking guess, about free R. Kelly and I shit. I guess he thought because he could be at he the thought, BET He thought that we were accepting this shit in no. the Afro future. Mm-mm, we are not, my no. nigga. You are not welcoming Wakanda. No. Libations to the internet for dragging him. That's right. Because he deserves to be I just dragged. learned what a hemophile is, so you're still a pedophile to me, but <laughs> now you are also a fucking hemophile. <laughs> and I'm not down with any files. I take a lot of child abuse training, mm-hmm. so so that's the only reason I know that. That's fine. I feel yeah. like I've been calling him a pedophile for the four years we've been recording this show. But thank you for finding. No, I just learned that. Me. I just oh, learned okay, that. Okay, got yeah, it. Got it. That. Yeah. Anyway, fuck that motherfucker. There are no motherfuckers like fucking R. Kelly in Wakanda. You can't come. You can't. You're not. You're not or invited. You could come and die. Oh, you could do that. <laughs> you could come and battle. You could come and. You're battle. not gonna battle. You could come and die. Who's he? Bat- we're just. We're just gonna jump him. Like. Yeah, that's true. Battle means you could possibly fight your way to win. Mm-hmm. No, you could come and die. I like that. You will feel the wrath of Jabari. Oh, that's funny. Did we say what his tweet was? Um, he tweeted a picture of. There's a picture going around that looks like a flight to Wakanda. From Atlanta mm-hmm. to Wakanda, that's been going around. I've been seeing lots of people saying, "Oh, you know, next stop, you know, whatever." And he did some shit like that, so he posted that picture. And I don't remember like that. He can't exact wait tweet. to go to Wakanda or some bullshit. You're not allowed. You're not welcome. Don't be coming into our black joy and saying nothing. Just be quiet. You're not in jail. Enjoy that. Be quiet. Yeah. Don't talk to us. Yes. Don't talk to us at all. Don't talk to us. Yes. So that's that. I had to get that out. Mm-hmm. I had to get that off my chest. Right. Yes. Fuck R. Kelly as always. Get that off my chest. Okay. So the pits okay. again. The pit pit. So there have been protests um, happening for many students across the country. A lot of high school students have been walking out of class to protest um, gun violence in honor of the victims that died in the Florida shooting. There were 17 people killed at Majorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. I congratulate those kids. I was a yeah. kid who was a high school protester mm-hmm. and was able to walk out of school and do those things. Right. There are lots of ways that people are trying to penalize them that I think is fucked up and they mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing. But yes. What do you mean? Like how? Suspension. So they right. they miss one day of school. So you're going to suspend it for three. I thought the thing was about them being in school. Like just yeah. stuff that just doesn't make any sense. But my issue is not the protest. My issue is the reaction to the protest because I remember there was this time, around the time we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. About four years ago. Yeah, when there were lots of other young people Yep. Uh, marching. Children. Children. Students. Yeah, marching for black lives mm-hmm. against gun violence yep. perpetuated by the police or white vigilantes Mm -hmm. and they were met with rubber bullets they were met with tear gas they were met with celebrities even black celebrities who was like i don't understand what this is they don't have leaders like what the fuck is is, not the way to this is not the way to do this Mm -hmm. do this peacefully where these children were actually being peaceful and were met with violence Mm -hmm. and no one condemned the people who were meeting them with Mm -hmm. violence there was like this happened in ferguson this happened in baltimore where people called it a riot but when in all actuality 
you set these kids up mm-hmm. and they just uprose. It was like an uprising. Yep. You set these fucking kids up. Yep. Point blank period. And I'm just looking at the different reaction that these protests are getting. Mm-hmm. And it makes me angry. Yeah. Um, it's kind of how angry I felt about the Women's March and the reaction that got in the media mm-hmm. gave it. It's a parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I wish that, not even wish, I'm just, I'm just angry at seeing a difference of how these children are treated mm-hmm. we've have been at these protests and the protests don't aren't just adults that are me and jay revolutions start with the youth that's who's always at these protests yeah. but because those children were black in ferguson and baltimore and many other cities around this country they weren't looked at as children doing something great look at these kids right. doing something amazing trying to change the world mm-hmm. they were they were fucking rioters yeah. they were like all these other words every other word that you could use besides children yeah protesting mm-hmm. around the country and and they're everything besides children and the expectation is that they have it all together that yeah they, that they do everything perfectly mm-hmm. nothing can be out of step because they don't have the luxury of being what we see as a child you yes. know what i'm saying yep. they don't have the luxury of figuring something out they don't have the luxury of the way that we're looking at these current children protesters who many of whom are white yes um is that oh wow look at them out there doing something they'll they'll figure it out so brave all i have to do is support them and if we give them the right support then they'll be able to figure this is our future look at our future i i am i am proud yeah and not to discount what that's going on with that because no, that's great, great. It's, there's it's great the things that we're saying about them they deserve yes but so did the so black did kids these children in, the in, in Ferguson yes. so did these yes. children in Baltimore so did these children that me and Jay marched alongside here in New York City for Eric Garner and you know like it's just it's just frustrating to see how it's blatantly treating different and I don't know I guess this how dumb or how people how disconnected people are mm-hmm. to a black person life that the the same thing yeah. could be happening and it's in their mind it registers as something completely different because mm-hmm. these are the same feelings I had when I watched that fucking woman march mm-hmm. and all of the fucking pussy hats and my right. reaction online was like yo I've been doing this and people was like well they're doing it now too and it's like no no, no they're not doing it the way I was doing mm-hmm. it like Jay was arrested like they're not mm-hmm. doing this in a way that we was doing right. it where right. you could fucking brag about no arrest mm-hmm. I wish I could go to like you know it's just yeah. it just makes me angry that. Because I'm black. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. That's the only difference. That's it. That's the only, you know, so mm-hmm. it was just frustrating. So I wanted to throw all of those people who had those feelings and those thoughts. Me, I came for Oprah because I always be coming for her. She can't, she's in this space yeah. too. Like, I just, why are yeah. you doing that, Oprah? Yeah. So like, can you remind us all what Oprah said? Um, this okay. is this is a paraphrase, but when mm-hmm. um, the Ferguson marches were happening, she's some, she said something about how they're, like, we're not, they're not it's not going to be effective because they don't have leaders right let me actually i think i have it i want to pull it up because i have forgot about this I, um, yeah i was like huh when we were talking about it, he was like, i have to google this i'm like we spoke about this on this show what we've been are you doing this about? for four years nah man. you just have oprah love people be getting blinded by older I oprah do, love i do love oprah very much um i do love her very much and i think this might be the moment that, that we uh we take a break <laughs> Like we say all the time, all your faves are problematic. Yeah. You can still love Oprah. I don't love her. I don't dislike her. But when you do some shit that's detrimental to me, I'm going to point it out, regardless of who you are and how much I love you. So basically, she said in an interview uh, about three years ago, interview with People magazine, she said, 
I think it's wonderful to march and to protest, and it's wonderful to see all across the country people doing it. What I'm looking for is some kind of leadership to come out of this to say, this is what we want, this is what we this is what has to change, and these are the steps that we need to take to make these changes. And this is what we're willing to do to get it. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, um so that 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 even though it doesn't it doesn't sound like what the headlines are saying like that she's saying that the protests lack leadership that is what the fuck she's saying that is what she's saying and then why do you require this certain kind of protocol right. when it All comes of to these, these black things. kids this whole list I need I need this bulletproof plan when it comes to these black right. kids but when right. I see these other right. kids it's like wow this is inspiring yes. how come this just wasn't inspiring like why did you need a powerpoint mm-hmm. explanation mm-hmm. as to these children were saying what they wanted if yeah. but why are you listening is yeah. what needs to be addressed not to mention that a lot of the problems that we had with let, let, let's just talk about this shit a lot of the problems that that there existed with movements of the past were that there were these leaders yeah you know what i'm saying and that so much pressure was placed on this one person, person. black lives matter has many leaders yes. you know what i'm saying there we can all end a lot of the response to that when she first said that where people came out and said no i can i can introduce you to some of the leaders yeah you know what i'm saying we we have them just because you haven't seen them and they're not being given the platform and the media platform that dr king was given mm-hmm. or when nobody had shit else to do like Back then, you know, yeah. media was different then. Way you know what I'm different. saying? So it doesn't mean that these people don't exist. And then it means that you should learn that we should have more than one because right. the message typically dies when they kill yes. that leader. Yes. These like, people were targeted. Yes. Their families were targeted. Fucking the Black Panther Party. There was a whole war against them oh, that we whole, never talk about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ever. Families were targeted. There yes. are people still in prison unjustly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Lives mm-hmm. were destroyed. Why would we want to mimic and do If we learn nothing, and, 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 have we learn nothing yeah you know what i'm saying it's all of us we we're out here we're yes. out here doing the work we do all type of things it's little groups that i'm in where we donate pools of money yeah. to do different shit mm-hmm. with we're out here doing stuff you don't need to know who the leaders are you don't need to you know need we, we, we're making sure you don't know who exactly. the leaders are we're learning from exactly. what happened before you know so i just just was frustrated by the way the media even though there are people opposing these children there are that okay. is happening but the tone that they're using is right. way different than they they're were treating using. them like children yeah and that's right and that's okay but we need to we need to remember that this is not how motherfuckers treated or treat ever black children doing the same yes. thing mm-hmm. or black student protesters ever this is not ever. how we're treated yeah ever. so yeah. yeah so i'm throwing all the people in the pit yeah fuck all of that all of that Fuck all that. So I think we did a show. We did a motherfucking show. Let's remind them about South by. That's right. Please don't forget that we will be at South by Southwest. If you are not going to be at South by Southwest, but you know that we're going, retweet our shit, yo. Retweet it, share it, tell other motherfuckers mm-hmm. we, we want to fill up that room that we're going to be in. So yes, we will be at South by Southwest March 10th through the 14th. We will be doing our show with Queer Walk Podcast. It's actually their show that we are guesting on March 12th at 9.30 a.m. Bring your cup of tea, okay? Eat your breakfast. Come through early. Be ready for the day. And then Pod and Live, South by Southwest. That's right. Uh, Pod and Live, South by Southwest is the hashtag. Yes, that is our meetup that we're having on March 13th at 5 p.m. until we will be at Leech's Cantina. Please come through. Give us a high five. If you're not going to be at South by southwest but you will be in austin texas come through and say what's up to us and join us yo have a good time have a drink with us or have some water with us or just a high five yo that's cool too
So be sure to follow us on all the social meds. Um, we are on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Team with QJ. Yes. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook, Team with Queen and J. You search mm-hmm. that. You like or follow however those platforms work. Yep. Um, send us team mail, Team with Queen and J at gmail.com. We love the letters. Please send them. Mm-hmm. Um, donate by going to our website, Team with Queen and J.com. Hit that donate tab. Put some money in a collection plate. What else yep. can they do? Uh, I think we said everything, right? You said all of our social medias. Yep, I said all the social. Yep, use our hashtag hashtag mm-hmm. T with QJ. Use pods and colors hashtag hashtag potting when you're listening to that's this. right all that shit. that's right potting when you're listening to a podcast pods in color when you're talking about podcast related type shit or promoting yeah, yeah, your yes. own podcast yes make sure that you do that um and libations to berry i got to see her twice last mm-hmm. week yeah, yeah we went to brunch she did like a new york brunch for anybody who wants to show up that was dope and then we went to some event last week but i got to see her again so that yeah was a plus. i saw berry we saw berry don't know about that's that what event. we got out of that so good but times I saw berry. good times yeah it was great um and we so, saw yeah. other women oh other that's Right. Podcast, we saw Raina really from good. Dreams and Drive. Yeah. That was cool. Um, Esther Fiesta was out there. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. What, did we see anybody else? Are we forgetting somebody? Um, you saw someone, but I don't know her. Oh, no. We saw Bree from Bree Brooks Pod. Oh, yes, Bree. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, so yeah. delightful. And we ran into Danielle Young from The Root. So I yeah. saw her. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Bree. How can I forget that? I don't know. Uh-huh. Oh, she left early. So she yeah, wasn't, she wasn't in she our still, little She does sister girl really good. Roundup. Like, girl, you better, you better give does. me this hug. She like, does yeah. your sister girl really I well. I really love it. No, I yeah. enjoy her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so libations to all our friends. I did also, sorry, I want to give a quick libation, even though we're at the end of the show now. To all of our listeners who have started podcasts, we have a lot of listeners who like, throughout the years that we've been doing this have started their own podcast so i want to give a libations to the homie dan trust omi right brother omi is Mm -hmm. his handle right so brother omi has a podcast that i didn't write down the name of but at brother omi we didn't plan it we didn't i just wanted to mention it right and then uh twirlisha has a podcast also about black women that's right that's right i want to say sid vicious on twitter has a podcast thick roots podcast that's her podcast okay yes she's Mm -hmm. doing um and we know that there are others who have started podcasts who we know are listeners of ours or whatever throughout the time we've been doing this show so we want to just give all you guys libations and if you ever have a question you can hit us up or whatever all the time like we're available to you for that as listeners like people who've been fucking us fucking with us fucking us or for fucking us you know there's that option have, but anyway have i fucked the listener <laughs> no. no i haven't i haven't <laughs> well um, i fucked listeners but they listened after I fucked. yeah same <laughs> same 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 yeah so anyway right thank you so much mm-hmm. for listening to us and congrats on your podcast endeavors and you can always hit us up like we said always hit us up with questions because we know it's a lot of work and we it's great to have podcasting community right 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 right. and cheers and queers also you showcase podcasts Mm -hmm. yes 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 yeah i forgot about that one yeah Mm -hmm. so yes i like that that was good yeah i've been meaning to do it because even Oh, it's like I see it and it's like I, I need to I'm a podcast person so I'm like oh I'm gonna listen to this I listen to so many pl- I just don't have the time to get to it when I want to get to it so I'm thinking oh I'll shout it out as soon as I listen but if I wait for that shit fucking, it'll, it'll be forever right so I wanted to make sure you didn't even listen to Evian until we got a letter right <laughs> <laughs> and it had been in my yeah queue. I know I'm just saying that's oh how God. long her, her, I know, her queue is I know it's a lot just to give them I some. just love podcasts I just fucking love them mine ain't that long uh, I'm just picky right yes i feel you black, All woman, right. black woman first yes and then always, <laughs> and then I'm always. Well, brother omi will get to you when we're done <laughs> listening to every black woman who's ever spoke <laughs> then we'll start listening to your podcast uh we uh, fucked with you though yes um, we do we definitely do yes so Hashtags. black lives matter 
say her name stop killing trans, trans women. women disability too white mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't hit you film this um for anybody who doesn't know what that is they just talking about uh folks with disabilities in film or yes. the representation of disabled folks in film because mm-hmm. you know some people they what are they called they crip up yeah when they yeah. yeah are not disabled but do it for a part yeah um which is not super cool well hashtag i like the hashtag black creatives oh okay the hashtag like if you are blk creators yeah blk creators if you are a creative trying to find work or you need like let's say you need to hire a graphic designer mm-hmm. you could put i need a graphic designer for whatever you put that hashtag and they will always retweet oh, it to dope. make sure that we are somehow accessing each right, other right. um so yeah i really like that hashtag because right. it's like it's, it's 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 fucking kwanzaa that's that's it's kwanzaa dope. yeah that's dope. so that's dope that's dope that hashtag too Black Lives Matter. We said that already. Black Panther so lit. Black Panther so lit. Wakanda forever. Black Panther slay. Black I enjoyed Panther that. Black Panther came to slay. Isn't yeah, it? that's Black what Panther it is. Yeah, they, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Who was that? The Black Girl Nerds created that? Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, they did. Okay. I really enjoyed that. Uh-huh. I still go back to that just to look at Black Good. people slaying and shit. Wakanda salute. Mm-hmm. What is... Yo, somebody, somebody hit us up with like an indigenous hashtag. Oh, you're telling them to? Yeah. I was like, no, they didn't. No, I someone just, please do that. Yeah. Yeah, somebody please somebody do that so that I can I can tap into that. Okay. Anything else? Nope. That all right. Is all. Cool. We'll see you all next motherfucking week, yo. Smooches. Bye. Smooches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about gender inequality of pay because a lot of the women who've stepped forward, and I stand in solidarity with them, Okay. What they're getting paid, which is half of what a man is getting paid, well, we get probably a tenth of what a Caucasian woman gets. And I'm number one on the call sheet. And then I have to go in and I have to hustle for my worth. That's what I feel like I'm doing when I demand what I feel. Listen, I have a more than a 30-year professional career. I have... I had a friend who said, yeah, but Viola, your career is better than my career. I said, yeah, but you can't compare me to you. Because once again... I got the Oscar, I got the Emmy, I got the two Tonys, I've done Broadway, I've done off-Broadway, I've done TV, I've done film, I've done all of it. I have a career that's probably comparable to Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, let's Sigourney Weaver, they all came out of Yale, they came out of Juilliard, they came out of NYU, they had the same path as me, and yet I am nowhere near them. Not as far as money, not as, as far as job opportunities, nowhere close to it. But I have to get on that phone and people say, you're a black Meryl Streep. (laughs) You are, and we love you. We love you. There is no one like you. Okay, then if there's no one like me, you think I'm that, you pay me what I'm worth. You give me what I'm worth.